0: Welcome to Tell Me More, Tell Me More, the podcast. I'm your host, Salia. And I'm your host, Adesia. And this is a movie musical podcast where we watch a movie musical and then we talk about it. We have now slid into anime. Get it? <laughs> it's a pun. Adesia came up with it. I love it. <laughs> I
1: did. I did.
0: This week, we are doing Barbie as Princess and the Parp... Par- parper?
1: Popper. The, the, the barp, the <laughs> parper. Parp. The Parp.
0: <laughs> <laughs> uh, Barbie as Princess and the Pauper requested by me <laughs> um, do you have I mean, any history of this?
1: I do not but I have heard some of the songs mm-hmm. just completely separate to the film but I yeah that's that's, that's really just me mm-hmm. and the and the movie. Um, how about you?
0: I have a long history of just Barbie anything. So <laughs> I have watched a lot of Barbie in my time. I've owned a lot of Barbies in my time. Um, I still do watch Barbie stuff because it still hits hard, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, with this movie in particular, I don't know, it came out in like 2003. I was, what, 10? Yeah, mm-hmm. I enjoyed it. I've also sang the, the uh, free with our friend Charlotte at the Winter Showcase for Musical Theater that Society.
1: pretty much where I know it from. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie. Start. So this movie came out in 2004.
0: Never mind. Uh, I was 11. Go
1: on. <laughs> um, it's based on The Prince and the Pauper. Kind of-ish. Not really. Um, it's, it's based on it in that it took like... The initial idea of it, but none of the plot. <laughs> really.
0: Well, I've never uh, seen Prince and the Popper, so this is my only reference to it. <laughs> I know that there's oh. like um, a Zach and Cody, not Zach and Cody, that's so disrespectful. Um, a <laughs> Cole and Dylan Sprouse version. And I know that there's a Mickey Mouse version as well. But I've never seen those either.
1: Well, with the with the book, it is, Basically, the switch happens, but they decide to make it, and um, th- uh, it he gets the prince gets exposed to a lot worse, and it affects him more. And <laughs> but um, generally, it's kind of the same, but not really.
0: Okay, it's like the broad strokes are the same, but the minor details have been altered. Yeah. Okay. I'm pretty sure that's Barbie as anything. Swan Lake, I'm pretty (laughs) sure, is like that. Uh, Rapunzel, etc.
1: We don't really know where it takes place. But we get, we have Princess Annalise and uh, indentured servant Erica. And we have the opening, which is they introduce Annalise as this Princess who was born, his kingdom, and her parents loved her so. And then we have Erica, who was born a common girl, um, whose parents took out a lot of money um, and died. <laughs> so she has to. <laughs> so now work she owes for... all the
0: money.
1: Yeah. Um. So the. Pr- it, it's there's there's nothing that really ha- happens um, in the beginning excepting the fact that their mines run dry, so they have no more gold. So the queen decides that it would be the wisest thing to do, and marry her daughter off to some king in another uh, kingdom. And Annalise is just in debt permanently because apparently Madame Carp never wants to let her go, probably because she makes the best dresses.
0: That's true. <sighs> um, yeah. I mean, I guess the marrying daughter off thing is like a royal thing. They probably did that all the time. Yeah, We're but out I of love resources. This... Please marry some prince. <laughs>
1: <laughs> but I, lo- I love that it's just like... Um, we have nothing and without even really like asking her Mm. just like you're gonna marry this guy (laughs) because the kingdom needs it and I was like ah (laughs) anyway um, we get the first song pretty early and I was kind of surprised with how early the song happened because Mm. it's one of the main songs that I know (laughs) from that movie so I was just like oh it's the beginning okay (laughs) but it's uh, what's it called Free it's their I Want song yeah Um, yeah
0: (laughs) I close my eyes and see myself fly a thousand miles away (laughs) 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 I could flip but if you read my cross and tells me say Uh,
1: oh that was bad don't (laughs) do
0: that um
1: yeah and
0: then I'll be free
1: that one was better. You put
0: that one. <laughs> <laughs> um
1: but yes, we actually find out through Nick and Nack, who are two characters I did not know were involved in this movie at all <laughs> until this moment. Um they're digging through the mines and they're harvesting gold and one of them tells the other off that they're not meant to put it in the the cart because they're not meant to transport anymore it's meant to go to the boss and I like how they don't waste any time revealing who the boss is like they could have mm. delayed it until much later on it's just like nope. the advisor <laughs> who the queen was willing to wait on um mm. to see what she should do is the bad guy he is a villain and this <sighs> he's like a real weak villain but he's still the
0: villain <laughs> Yeah, like, he's like, okay, he has Jafar tendencies of like, I'll marry her. And it's like, no, sweetheart, you're so old. I was watching it and I'm like, this is
1: so convoluted. Because his whole plan, which he reveals in song, is <laughs> that he will deprive the country of its resources mm. and then surprise them with their own resources so that the princess will marry him and he'll become king and that is told in the song uh, how can
0: i refuse Exactly. <laughs> yeah, as well in songs go it's pretty decent
1: yeah it is i also <laughs> I kept replaying a specific part if you watch it you'll know where he says there's like a shadow play happening Mm. and then he says something and then Nick or Nack comes in and is just like yeah from the side (laughs) of the screen and that stopped me for a good two minutes (laughs) so I was just like oh we're we're at this level okay this is not gonna be serious at all like yeah. there's levels mm. to it but like someone put that in because they found it funny and I do too so
0: <laughs> I think yeah a Barbie movies some Barbie movies have a tendency to be like very aware of, of the absurdity of like this is a Barbie movie and they're mm-hmm. like, yeah, you know what? It's already weird, man. We're making movies <laughs> out of a doll. Let's go. <laughs> oh,
1: boy. Um, but, yes, so that's Preminger, who we get introduced to. Uh, the... His his plot is to, after being told that the queen is planning to marry off uh, the princess, is to make her vanish now and then he can like pretend to bring her back like he comes up with these things off the fly mm-hmm. but he's gonna make her disappear and then bring her back and then it will be like oh you saved the kingdom of course you can marry her that's his new plan and <laughs> then he'll bring the money back I guess maybe he doesn't go into specifics after that but Annalise has a secret in her heart and her secret in her heart is that she wants is to marry nerd. julian <laughs> <laughs> <That> <laughs> well, is she wild. is a nerd but she wants to marry um julian julian yeah. is her foot servant. i don't know what he is i would like to, her to say
0: actually. tutor, because like he teaches her science
1: i guess <laughs> i suppose oh is that why she said she wants to be reading science books all day yeah. Yeah. Um. But they're they're friends at this moment. They you can see the pining in their hearts that they want something more from each other, but they're too shy to say it. Um, because you
0: know they there's like a whole you can't just do that stuff. You know there's yes, protocol,
1: <laughs> of course. But he basically takes her out. For a day, realizing that their time is getting cut short, so he takes her into the town, not really in disguise, just with With a a, with a hood. (laughs) Um, But I guess that's enough. Um, And they go to the. Also, there are talking animals in this. The animals don't sing, but -hmm. they talk, but only to each other.
0: Yeah.
1: Not to the people. Yeah. The, I, to I the bring
0: people, this up. They're
1: just animals, yeah. Yeah. I just bring this up because it's going to be plot relevant soon. Sure. Um, <laughs> but yes, while they're in the town, Julian goes off to, to purchase something. I don't remember. But Annalise hears singing and it sounds beautiful. So she goes to investigate. Mm-hmm. And it is, of course, Erica, whose dream is to become a singer. Mm-hmm. And she's just kind of. Uh, street performing, what is it called? Yeah
0: busking, I guess.
1: Busking um yeah. in the street, but Madame Carp finds out and so takes her money, which I'm I feel like that's illegal, but <laughs> <laughs> takes her money, and Annalise comes and puts some more money in. they re- they take off their hoods and see that, oh, we look really similar to each other if not for your hair is blonde and my hair is brown um, <laughs> our our face and bone structure is and we're the
0: exact same height as well like, exact same body shape <laughs> you know all of the stuff that could have altered over time they yeah. somehow managed to like retain the same body type and everything
1: yeah I would expect at least because uh, she's poorer, Erica would be, I don't know, and more amazed yet? I don't know. It's Mm. not it's a fantasy. It's a fantasy. It's a fantasy. (laughs) So um oh also Erica was singing because all of the songs are here before Annalise arrived. She sang Written in Your Heart. And then (laughs) Yes. <laughs> and then when they start to talk and reveal information about their lives, they get into I am a girl like you.
0: I'm just like you. I'm just like you. You're just like me. You're just like me. Can't <laughs> <laughs> <I'm> see <Kenzie. Kenzie. laughs> <laughs> <laughs> Yes, I have a girl
1: like you. Julian returns. (laughs) He's probably been looking for her for I don't know how long, but Mm -hmm. he returns. Also, um, Annalise's cat, Serafina, and Erica's cat, Wolfie, called Wolfie. He barks like a dog, but he's a cat. He
0: also behaves like a dog. He's a dog, but like, he's a cat.
1: Maybe it's to represent he was like raised by dogs. I don't know. Um,
0: or, like just like I don't know, like he's kinda like not an alley cat, but you know, you're just a rougher sort.
1: Yeah. Yeah, fair enough. Uh, but yes, Julian returns with a with a drink in each hand, which he immediately drops seeing the uncanniness of the two women in front of him. And he's just like mm huh good to know we have to go <laughs> <All right. laughs> yeah oh also it's revealed that Annalise has a birthmark in the shape of a crown that's a royal birthmark I again say this because it's gonna be plot relevant in like 40 minutes um sure. <laughs> but after that they return to the castle Erica returns to her job, as they part, um, Annalise says that you sh- she should, Erica should sing at the palace one day, and Erica's like, "Really?" And Annalise swears she'll send for her at the castle. That's probably not gonna happen real soon because Seraphina, <laughs> um, after being chased through the streets by Midas, who is Preminger's poodle with a single gold canine um, (laughs) is distracted by a toy mouse on a string and I don't know why they distracted the cat first maybe because they knew she would defend her but Annalise gets kidnapped and then after the kidnapping is taken to this house in the western forest? I think. I did not write down the direction. I should have. He literally said it. But (laughs) in the forest, she is held captive in this house and Serafina goes through all this trouble to try to get to where she is, um, enlisting the aid of a horse named Hervé to (laughs) push... The put- but also, she does not know that Preminger is behind this. The Nick and Knack henchmen are the ones that capture her. Mm-hmm. So, Serafina ends up getting booty- booted up by Herve onto the roof. She comes down to the chimney and now Serafina is there. In there with Annalise. The mm-hmm. next day, the ambassador
0: arrives with Well it's the Prince. Yes. And he says he's the he pretends to be the ambassador, I think. Yes. Um and
1: it's Or King? I don't know, whatever. King. Um but Annalise goes missing. Preminger has planted a note saying that she has run off. Julian doesn't buy it because he knows that Annalise's favorite perfume is the rose spray, not the lilac spray. So she would never. So just like from that clue alone, also he knows Annalise, but I'm just, I just like thinking from that clue alone, he's just like, no, Annalise wouldn't, wouldn't lilac on a letter, God forbid. So, but he doesn't know where she is. So, Um, He goes to Erica, who initially thinks that the princess is actually sent for her. And this is her moment, even though she hasn't rehearsed. But Julian quickly reveals that the princess is missing and so they need to work something out. Because it's gonna be a situation (laughs) if the princess isn't here. (laughs) So, afterwards, uh, Julian and... Erica retreats to the castle where Julian now has to teach Erica within like 20 minutes no longer how to become a princess because it's mm. it's all in the guidebook sure <laughs> but they don't really look at the guidebook throughout the whole song but anyway the song is to be a princess and it's cute though I do not like uh, her voice in
0: this song <laughs> But it's cute. Oh, why? Hmm? Wait, why?
1: I don't know. Something about the way that she comes into the song. I think it's meant to be like she's playing around. But her voice is... Like, we hear her sing other songs and she sounds fine. But I don't know. It's just something about the way it sounds in this song. Nothing about her voice overall. Just in this song. Just like
0: when she's like coming and saying like... Never ever ever slashed. that part. Yeah. Na, 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 na. Yeah. Okay.
1: I think I Go don't. Ahead. I don't. Maybe maybe I think it's too high for her, which doesn't make sense because I'm pretty sure she's hit higher notes. She sings the most in this movie. <laughs> yeah.
0: Yeah, she does. Um. But yeah, to be a princess. To be a princess. Um, this song is the only reason why my stupid ass figured out that the there's a movie called Barbie and the Pop Star, uh-huh. and it took me up until I heard their weird remix of this song to realize that it was the same story, kinda, where it's like, we have Barbie as a princess and then Barbie as a pop star, and they swap lives for a bit and there's a part where she's like telling her how to be a princess and then there's like how to be a pop star and yeah and it took because i was like this song sounds fucking familiar man (laughs) and then i had to like listen to like the entire barbie catalog i'm like what where is it what song is it (laughs) and then it like hit me the princess and the popper, princess and the pop star and Mm -hmm. i was like wow i am stupid great (laughs)
1: Not stupid. Um, But yes, after donning a wig and a different dress because she only has the one, um, she goes out. So meanwhile, the prince has been, the prince, the king has been having his own little subplot. As we mentioned, he came as an ambassador, but he is actually the king, and so he was pretending to be a page boy. To the ambassador, who was his actual page, (laughs) and he was the king. Mm -hmm. Um, But yes, he reveals himself and he apologizes to the queen for the uh, misleading way he presented himself. (laughs) Just Mm -hmm. to be misled a minute later, but it's out of his hands. Now, he is presented with Annalise, who is Erica in a wig. And Erica is struggling from the moment that she enters because she trips up (laughs) like immediately. (laughs) Like in the in in the first like five seconds of them going through the guides, he's Julian Mm -hmm. specifically said, No tripping. What she do, she trip.
0: (laughs) I mean to be entirely fair, tripping is something that like you can't Help. I know, and I know this as a person <laughs> who spends so many time, I'm... so many. T- he spends so many time. Wow, English. <laughs> he spends so much time on the floor from falling. So you know,
1: <laughs> I'm not saying. I'm just saying, like, she's immediately like gonna have a hard time about it. <laughs> um, yeah, but she she gets up. She handles herself with grace. Uh, um. Oh wait, I'm I'm getting it mixed up because that's not the first time they meet. When they first meet, he's still the page because he's looking at her, I recall. He's mm-hmm. looking at her and trying to be like, "Oh, she's pretty. She's pretty kind of she's pretty." It's the second time that that happens. The first time he sees her, she's just introducing herself to her mother.
0: Who is yeah. Julian? Mm-hmm, like, it is I, Annalise, <laughs> the princess. <laughs> I'm like, yes, it is. But you would not introduce herself like that.
1: Julian steals um her glasses, the queen, just so she can't tell from looking too close. Because I guess she, he knew that she would know immediately. Like if he saw, if she saw, like something does not add up. A happening. hair out of place. Yeah. yeah. But. Yes, I, I I conflated the meetings because they take place in the exact same room. <laughs> With the exact same clothes. And the same people in it. Um, exactly. But yes, uh, Preminger though is shocked to see this is still the first time around shocked to see Annalise because as far as he knew he kidnapped her last night. So mm. he goes off To investigate, um, spots Wolfie and he's like, Oh, mangy cat kicks the cat, immediate bad person, you know. Um, Mm -hmm. and Wolfie leads Julian to a fir uh, from a fir tree, a fir from a fir tree, a a branch from a fir tree. Wow, it's rough today. But basically there was a twig in Preminger's shoe, it left, and Julian questions why he was out in the forests. Cause he's an advisor, he has no business being out there. Meanwhile, Annalise is actual Annalise is doing her best. She's making her waves and she's escaping with the help of Serafina and a sheet. She calls for help from Nick and Knack. They come in to rescue her from a ghost, which is Serafina and a sheet. They throw the sheet over her. Serafina and Annalise book it and leave on Hervé the horse. Um, So by the time that Annalise gets to the castle
0: Erica is already there. Erica has already (laughs) she's already taking her place and they're like you're not the princess. And she's like, but I am. What do you mean? I've been missing. And now I'm here. And they're like, no, the princess is already here.
1: And I was just like, if Julian hadn't intervened, this would have been fine.
0: Yeah. (laughs) Like,
1: it it literally would have just worked out if Julian hadn't gone and gotten Erica. Because she would have had no
0: way of knowing
1: that. I I know, but it's still... (laughs) Anyway. Um so she gets turned away and decides that she's gonna get help from Erica of all people. Cause mm-hmm. you know, you meet one day and she's your best chance.
0: I guess she's the only other person outside of everyone in the palace that she knows, I guess.
1: Fair. Erica. Not Erica. Annalise goes to Erica or where she thinks Erica is. But she gets mistaken for Erica by Madame Cop. And she's like, You'll have to change more than your hair to be a princess. And I, she's clearly. I
0: mean, it's but like I... they look the fucking same. And. <laughs> And so, like, I can understand to an extent why Madame Carp would be like, Yeah, you can't just make yourself blonde and make me believe that you are the princess now. Like, that's a cheap ploy. But at the same time, it's like, But it is the princess. So, oh, you're wrong. Like,
1: my, how, how, my, my thing is, how would she know that it wasn't the princess? Is she, like, dirtier or something than the princess would be? Is is there, like, some clear indicator? Is it because she did not come with prestige?
0: Maybe.
1: Because Julian walked into the store earlier and was like, and she was like, ooh, sir, have you come to buy a gown for a lady? And I'm just like, she's still wearing the clothes that she was wearing the day before.
0: Yeah. Yeah, but...
1: I don't know. <laughs> I don't know the the cartoon logic anyway. Um, it's contrived, the, but it's fine. The um the dress maker who was in there with I don't remember her name. Her name Bertie or something. Um. She mm-hmm. we don't see what their conversation is, but after talking to Madame Carp, is like you are. Erica aren't you and Annalise just smiles and I'm guessing that's going to be a no and they're going to have an interesting conversation but we don't hear it Yeah. Um, so Julian meanwhile has followed Preminger to his secret hideout location and finds that he was behind the plot to kidnap the princess and all of this stuff And he wants to become king. And he knocks loose a board and so gets captured by Preminger and and Nicanak. Yep. So he doesn't return the next day when Erica is understandably freaking out. Because she's now, I mean, she got breakfast and it was great. (laughs) Because it just got handed to her. Yeah, she's but. Like,
0: they're like, you ready for breakfast? And she's like, yeah, sure. And then they're like, okay, well, here it is. And she's like, in bed? <laughs> and they're like, yeah, like every day. What's going on? And she's like, oh, my God, there is so much food. I couldn't possibly eat it all. Would you like some? And the maid's like, um, are you? all okay? right? <laughs> like, what the fuck is going on? <laughs> Why are you offering me food? This never happens.
1: But I love it. This is, this is, this is too strange. Uh. Oh, did the cat's meow happen already? Was it that evening? Before?
0: I think it happened. I don't know. I just know she. It happens as she's taking a bath.
1: The cat's meow happened, and basically, the king is like, to his page, the actual king, um, is like, oh, I just I have to tell her before, you know. And he goes to the door and knocks on it. Not really, but she's singing to her cat because Wolfie has started trying to meow, even though it is not in his nature, apparently. Um, but he, that song is basically like, oh, I love you for you.
0: Yeah, I like your or I know. Na 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 And yeah, the prince is like just outside hearing this and he's like, "Oh my god, she has an amazing voice." <laughs> and that is all. <laughs> She's beautiful and has an <laughs> amazing voice. I don't need to know anything more about her.
1: <laughs> I have decided. So, the next day when Julian hasn't returned, and she has to go, um, and f- fake do the fakery, mm-hmm. um, in in front of people. She is unnerved, but the king is not a bad guy. Like he could have been a bad guy, but he's pretty like all right, mm-hmm. and. He goes to play the piano, and she sings with him a song that is,
0: uh... "If you love me for me," yes, na 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 like that.
1: And it's basically a very short montage of them going around the castle and ever so slowly falling in love with each other over the course of this time.
0: <laughs> Which I'm assuming is like a couple days.
1: <laughs> I don't know. I don't know how long it goes on tour. Um, if it's a couple of days and Julian's in a bad way, I just assume that this all takes place over like the course of like three days. Sure. <laughs> Um, I could be very wrong, but um, after that, the at the end of the song, the prince says, oh, "You know what I like about you? You're honest, without pretense." And then he leaves, and she has like a, <laughs> a mini Melaka. Mini- she's still wolfy honest without pretense. My life is a lie. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I can't really feel that bad for her, because nothing terrible has happened to her yet. Still, though, it may yet. So, Annalise has been using her brain and decides to attach a tag from the dressmaker's shop to Serafina's collar with her ring on it. Mm-hmm. So they'll know, yes, this is the princess's ring and the dressmaker's shop is a location. Come here. But... Serafina gets intercepted as she comes over the gate by um, Midas, the dog, and Preminger who gets there first. So Preminger then goes to the dress shop, sees that Annalise is there, Uh, and Initially Annalise is so excited because Preminger, you got my not knowing that Preminger is the bad guy. Yeah. So she goes with him and he takes her back to the hut where Julian has been held captive for who knows how long. <laughs> um and then they take uh I guess it I guess it's like I thought it was like a hut, but I think it's like connected to the mines, I guess. Yeah. Like I don't know i i was I was multitasking while watching this movie. I'm not gonna lie um but it, it, they end up being trapped in the mines because Nick Nack cave it in mm-hmm. purposely. It's not an accident. they caved them in because they're gonna say that the princess died. So they leave them there to die. Actually, this is morbid. They leave them them there to slowly starve to death. Um, While Preminger takes the ring and is going to show it as proof that Annalise is dead. And he's going to now, his plan has changed because Annalise knows that he's in on it. Like, he could have just taken her back yeah, and been like, I rescued the princess and XYZ yeah. but instead he convolutes it he's gonna kill the princess and marry now he's gonna mother. marry the queen Yeah, that's how uh, he's gonna uh, it's yeah. like wow, wow <laughs> leaps wow. of logic <laughs> but now that he knows where real Annalise is he goes back the castle and is like arrest her she's an imposter um because she doesn't have the royal birthmark erica is exposed
0: one thing the king is i going... like okay so i was thinking after um that happens i'm like when i'm like why when the first time when Annalise goes doesn't she say You know, well, I have the royal birthmark and here's the princess's ring. Why else would I have that? Because then even if they didn't think she was a princess and they thought she was an imposter, they would probably, you know, want to arrest her or like take her to the queen and be like, this bitch is crazy. And like is coming like she has your ring somehow and blah, blah, blah. And yeah. then that the plot would have been, you know, revealed. I don't know why she doesn't immediately say, but like here are some really identifiable things about the princess <laughs> that I have. How would I have them and also look like her?
1: <laughs> I don't I don't know what to tell you. I guess the movie would have been over. Yeah, no, I'm aware.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> but um Yes, so Erica gets exposed. Um, the queen now thinks that her daughter is dead. Um,
0: the king is uh, like, uh, Ah, it's... you lied.
1: Yeah. Uh, premager is now like, to the queen, <laughs> I have an idea.
0: And <laughs> mm. I'm saying, like, oh, He's like, premager. yeah, I've recently come in to some money. And I mean, it could be the kingdom's money if you and I got married. And the queen's like, sacrifices must be made, I guess. (laughs) And so here I am getting married. I mean, in an almost similar fashion as I was forcing my daughter to get married. However, the person she was going to marry was hot anyway. So like, you know. (laughs)
1: Like, he wouldn't have been bad. Like, if she didn't love Julian like i'm pretty sure they would have been fairly fine yeah. together yeah like i i know nothing about his personality he plays the piano <laughs> and seems seems a fairly gentle soul yeah but like i know nothing about him yeah um but so that's going to happen um erica is thrown into the dungeons um it it starts to get like it starts to get complicated no it doesn't um what's his name Wolfie Wolfie goes to try to find her help yeah <laughs> in the form of hervey sure and then Annalise and Julian are trying to dig their way out of the caves, and that's not working. Erica sings a lullaby <laughs> to the guard to to get to get him to fall asleep. so he she can take his keys with some contraption that she pulls up from behind. I don't know where she got it from. <laughs> it's comprised of a straw and hook, but she had it in her hair. <laughs> I don't know. Um she does that, runs through the tunnels in Scooby-Doo fashion, bumps into another guard who is actually King Dominic in disguise. But we find that out later. And they manage to flood the caverns. They find geodes.
0: Yeah.
1: Like this is where it starts to fall apart for me. They find geodes which they had a, a foreshadowing to in the beginning when Preminger was singing his song. Mm. So they find the geodes and like, oh, this is this might be something that we can use. And then they flood the caverns and write a bucket to a hole in the top that was made by Hervey and, um, Herve and Wolfie. Mm-hmm. are you okay because the animals talk (laughs) no it's fine I'm just I like I I don't know if I'm making sense anymore (laughs) um it gets so contrived yeah it does um but yes they flood the room they get to the surface um the queen and Preminger are getting married but uh Annalise and Erica reunite and they both go to stop the wedding, revealing that Annalise is the true princess. She's not dead. She has the birthmark. Everything stops. Preminger is arrested because he's the bad guy. And, you know, it's a happy ending overall. I actually thought it was gonna go um, slightly different with the ending because uh, Julian and Annalise confess their love to each other.
0: Yeah.
1: Um But Erica and King Dominic, Erica decides that she's free for once now that Annalise has paid off her debt mm-hmm. and she wants to go and see places. And I'm like, Oh, so they're gonna do like a an empowerment thing. She's gonna like access her dreams first. And then, like, maybe leave it kind of open-ended. But no, it's a Barbie movie.
0: (laughs) I mean, (laughs) to be be fair, there is a Barbie movie that doesn't, like, fall into that trap. And it's one of my favorites simply because of that. But yeah, this this one specifically, I mean, it's very early on in the first era, first wave of Barbie movies. So there's got to be a marriage. There's going to
1: be a double marriage. It's a triple marriage because the cats get married. Oh, well,
0: yeah, that too.
1: (laughs) (laughs) The cats get married and have kittens. Um, Which is very fast for me. But, uh, yeah, Erica goes off, but she comes back within the span of a song.
0: Um, (laughs) And, I mean, I guess we can leave it to our own imagination, how long she left—a yeah. year, maybe two years—of being an international singer and then coming back.
1: I don't know how long she would have like. I don't know how long Ju- Julian and Annalise would have waited to get married. Right. So the fact that the fact that they had they end up having a triple triple wedding, I would think maybe a few months goodbye sure but i mean
0: i can also like stretch my imagination long far enough to be like yeah maybe they decided they wanted to like explore their relationship as a relationship before getting married type of thing so like yes they like each other for sure but like they maybe wanted to see whether or not there is a spark in that way like, you can, mm-hmm. like, have a crush on a person, but, like, once you start dating them, and you're like, oh, I don't... <laughs> this is not the same. <laughs>
1: <laughs> but, yeah, everything gets resolved. The crystals are the thing that save the kingdom, so geodes are good. Mm-hmm. Madame Carp goes out of business. Um, because mm-hmm. she was mean. like, I, cause I personally know the princess. We have a wonderful relationship. I, <laughs> no, you don't. Mm-hmm. Um... And yeah, everything ties off. They ride off in a carriage together, and then there's an ending song that I didn't listen to really because there think were it was a CGI. there there were CGI bloopers. And oh yes. Like, okay.
0: <laughs> <laughs> there were CGI bloopers. I recall. Um, but yeah, that is then the end of the movie. It
1: is. It is.
0: And, oh, I think the very last blooper is, like, someone's phone rings. Or, like, Barbie's yeah. phone rings. And it's, like, oh, it's I'm sorry.
1: Annalise. Not Annalise. Um, Erica.
0: Yeah. Um, I mean, we stand Kelly Sher- Carrie? Kelly Sheridan. Kelly Sheridan in this house. She's the voice actress for Barbie for, like, most Barbie movies.
1: Starting with music and choreography. Mm -hmm. So, it's hard to judge in an animated film, because it's not like we can really see any physical choreography movement. There's none. Mm -hmm. Except for the dances they do with each other. Yeah. Um, So that's kind of out the window. Music, it's it's standard fare. It's kids. It's um, when I say kids, I mean kid friendly. Yeah. It's uh, not terribly complicated. You can remember it easily. Mhm. Um, which I suppose is something you want in a kids movie. Um, I don't hate it. Uh, I think it fits the. Tone of the movie that they were going for, and overall, it's fine. I'll, I'll give it um, a three point five sure. out, of, out of five out of five rings. Maybe three point seven five out of five rings. Okay. Honestly, because this is not bad, Joe.
0: Sure. Uh, this is the first Barbie musical, and okay. so. I will put some respect on that. Um, <laughs> fair enough. Fair yeah. Because, like, it's, yeah, I don't know. It's, the mu- music is fine or whatever. Like, it's, I don't, for me, it's great and I have a lot of nostalgia attached to it. And, like, you know, even if I didn't necessarily have a lot of nostalgia attached to it, I have a lot of attachment to Barbie. And, like, yes, it sounds crazy that, like, 20-whatever-year-old is, like, like likes Barbie shit. I, I do, because, like, it's really... I don't know. It's Despite the fact that it's hyper-feminine and whatever, it is very, like... Um, not educational. I don't know. Valuable, maybe? Yeah. So, like... I mean,
1: like, modern Barbie is fairly, like... Feminist, so I'm not gonna.
0: Right. Like, she's very woke and, <laughs> like, mm-hmm. um, yeah, and cool and whatever. But, like, even in these movies for me, like, I feel like some of them, they have a better understanding. Like, they have an understanding of, like, even though, yes, it's like princesses and girly things and ballet and fairies and blah, blah, blah. But, like, It's still sort of not, like, aware of its audience and not too pandery in a way. It's just, like, doing whatever it's doing. Um, I don't know. I really, really appreciated and appreciate um, their content. Um, So I'm going to give this musical of the musicals that they have. Um, I'm going to give it, like... I'm gonna give it like a three point seven five, yeah, uh, rings.
1: okay, so next we have story. Now, like I mentioned so much earlier, um this is based on Mark Twain's novel, Prince and the Pauper. um it's 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 not so closely intertwined but the story they craft except for the fact that it gets a little contrived at the end Mm. like up to that point i was with it a hundred and then it was like oh so if not for the talking animals (laughs) sure they would have died uh sure it's it's fine it's fine it's it's also like a a kids movie, so it's just like <laughs> yeah. I can't I can't like judge it terribly harshly. It's like a two thousand four kids movie. What 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 is it? It like they've 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 done they've done it already. Um, so I will say for story, I'll give it a three point. Uh, Two five, just because it's not like terribly original, sure. But like I can follow it. Mm-hmm. So that's what what is what is the thing? Dresses.
0: Okay. Um. <clears throat> yeah. Like I'm thinking now. Like I'm thinking about like sort of the Barbie movies as a whole, because like. Whenever there's magic involved, it does get very, very, like, contrived. And it's, like, very, con- like, things happen very conveniently. Mm-hmm. Um, but that can also be said for a lot of, like, you know, like, an- animated stuff that's mainly directed at young kids. It's, like, towards the end. They, they-, they start off with, like, a plot that's, like, yeah, that's yeah. pretty decent, whatever. But then they don't know how to end it. Um, because the runtime tends to be a lot shorter than, you know, movies that are aimed at older people. Um, and so I think, I don't know, it could be, like, not necessarily commentary, but, like, quote-unquote commentary. on the industry, kind of, as a whole, in that when they're not necessarily expecting their audience's parents or guardians to... Be following along with them they just sort of do whatever yeah um so like stuff that like is semi-mature the endings are way more well thought out because they know people are paying attention but like things like this mm-hmm. they're like you know <laughs> it's a child it's fine <laughs> we're only here like, for 90 minutes um
1: like sometimes kids tell stories and it gets like convoluted yeah and i'm like so they're just basing it off of what they've seen because this is convoluted.
0: <laughs> yeah, and like, like I said again, they start off with this plot that they didn't. Maybe they had an ending for, but like realized that it would take too much time to tell that specific story, and so yeah. they rushed the ending a lot. Um, okay. And so yeah, like, like you like the sort of weird ending where it's like oh, a bunch of things happen by chance and so it's solved oh. uh, <laughs> I can see how that's not so great but um, that all being said um, in by my standards it's still like a 3 point I want to say 3.5 because I like Barbie but like <laughs> <laughs> I also want to be realistic so do 2- 3.25 yeah.
1: And finally, overall enjoyment.
0: Yeah.
1: Like, I didn't hate it. I didn't, I didn't, I, I liked the songs. I, I was, I was enjoying myself for the most part. Mm. And it's like, I keep talking about how the ending is contrived. It's not so bad. Like, I've seen worse. I've seen much worse. Mm. But... <laughs> I'm- I'm- I'm meant to be doing a review, and so I cannot talk about the others. Yeah. <laughs> I must talk about this one. Yeah. Um, I- I- I enjoyed myself. Like, I- it's not like- I'm not the audience that it's currently geared to. Yeah. Uh, so I- I find it diff- like, you're gonna see when we do- <laughs> The, and maybe it's because this isn't hitting such a hard nostalgia beat as it is for you mm-hmm. um because when we do prince of egypt it's gonna hit all of my nostalgia beats and almost none for you mm-hmm. <laughs> that's fine yeah um but yeah no i i like the movie i i i don't know if it's like High on the list of things I would watch it again, but would I show it to a child immediately, mm-hmm. like without question? <laughs> mm. um, so I think that puts it in good standards. So I'm gonna say for overall, yeah, for overall enjoyment, um, I'll give it. A, I'll give it a four. I'll give it a four. It's not bad. I'll give it a four. Geodes.
0: Sure. Um, yeah, I've you. Now, if you've listened to this whole uh, podcast, you probably have a very strong idea as to how I feel about this movie. Um, but in case, you know, all of that flew past you, I really I like this movie. I remember all the songs, even though, like, like, I haven't watched this in, like, a very, very long time. But, like, as the songs are happening, I'm like, why do I know these songs still? Like, it's very <laughs> weird. Um... But, like, yeah, I don't know. I enjoyed it. I don't know what else to say. So, I'm going (laughs) to give it a four.
1: Okay. So, we're at the point in the podcast now where we talk about. Our obsessions.
0: We're in the core. There are no shows, but there's the content you should know. We'll tell you all of the things we've consumed while we're stuck in our rooms.
1: <laughs> okay, so obsessions. Um, I have. I have like one and a half. Mm-hmm. Because one of them I haven't finished yet. <laughs> okay. Um. So the one is Alanis Morissette's uh, musical "Jagged Little Pill." Sure. I'm. I'm not obsessed with the whole musical because I have not listened to the whole musical. <laughs> I am obsessed specifically <laughs> with the version of "You Ought to Know" <laughs> that I have listened to. Many times <laughs> yeah. in, in the last few days because they said Alto rights, and I'll be damned, mm-hmm. I'll be damned if I let a song that says Alto rights pass me by. <laughs> um, but yes, lit- just listening to Lauren Bennett, um, saying that because apparently her character is timid and quiet in the show mm-hmm. but then she gets that number so now i'm just like what <laughs> but that song is so strong yeah um it's probably
0: like a big confrontation part It's just like yeah, oh. <laughs> yeah.
1: but my half is this musical <laughs> that apparently came out in, like 2014 or something i'm not sure it's on youtube it's called spies are forever
0: <laughs> oh is it a star kid one that's one of the star no, kid it, ones
1: it's not star kid. it's um i think it's something separate i'm actually not sure but it's not on their page mm-hmm.
0: i mean uh, i think but... they, there's another one that they have that i like but is not on their youtube either but i don't know yeah. yes continue <laughs>
1: but yeah I haven't gotten far in it because it's chopped it's broken up into parts I think they were doing like weekly releases of it when it was like coming out right so it's in like a bunch of parts Mm -hmm. so I have not finished it yet but what I've found so far is that it is funny (laughs) um but don't quote me on it because I'm not sure if it's going to be like problematic in like Two, two, <laughs> two videos, sure. but I just- I'm not finished, I find it funny so far. <laughs> That's fair. Uh, how about you?
0: I don't have anything that I'm particularly obsessed with, but I would like to do some shoutouts, um, like I did last time, except this time it's aimed at people who aren't necessarily Broadway or whatever. Um, so first is Amy Lovett. She's a YouTuber an actress, a musical theater actress as well. Um, she does musical theater related, uh, YouTube videos. I found her around the Hamilton era when she was doing like a lot of Hamilton. Um, but like, I don't know, she released, she released, she's done a few videos reacting to the Starkid musicals. Um, recently and I don't know I, she's just like a nice seeming person like she seems really nice like I'd, I'd, I'd want to be her friend um, I'd also like to shout out Catherine Steele another pretty big musical theater um YouTuber also actress um she again also does a lot of very musical theater stuff like talks about when like some shows are cast and like just going through the cast or musicals you should know like um uh original broadway recordings that you should listen to etc etc um she did one of those pretty recently like hey these are shows that you should know about um and i liked it so you can find her as well um there was someone else and it's bothering me that i can't remember but mm-hmm. there are two tiktokers that do some very good musical theater related stuff as well um one is anna lee wright she does like a lot of like hey if you're gonna audition lots of tips and like i always leave her videos feeling like optimistic about like musical theater as a career um and there is uh ashley Hufford. I feel like I'm lying. Yeah, her name is Ashley Hufford. She also does a lot of like um, I don't know, musical theater related stuff, and <laughs> she does um, bring. She brought. She's like the person that brought me to the. Uh, what is my brain <laughs> trying to say? <laughs> She's the person who like I found that cheerleader musical that I spoke about last time through her um TikToks. So like she does not necessarily only obscure stuff, but she does like a lot of very great musical theater like content and I wanted to shout out those four women and This, uh, the very last thing I just sort of want to, I don't know, shout out or whatever is the, uh, um, there's a Stephen Sondheim celebration online concert thing and, uh, Christine Baranski, Meryl Streep and Audra McDonald, um, sang ladies for lunch in bathrobes drinking what I assume is wine, um. And I just appreciate that as an aesthetic. So nice. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> okay, so that brings us to the end of our show. If you would like to follow us on Twitter or Instagram, we are TMM TMM podcast you want to follow us on Tumblr, we're Tell Me More, Tell Me More Podcast. If you want to email us about anything, um, we are Tell Me More, Tell Me More Podcast at gmail.com. Ooh, I lied about Tumblr. Tell Me More, Tell Me More Podcast.tumblr.com. There we go. And if you would like to... I don't know, listen to some of our extra episodes on Patreon. That is, um, TMM, TMM podcast, or tell me more, tell me more podcast. And I'm sure you'll find us there. If you would like to listen to the, our favorite songs from, um, every show that we've done except for this one because these songs don't exist on Spotify at least not I can't really access them they're maybe available in different countries who knows um but you can just search up TMM TMM podcast and you will find our playlist there are 2018 faves 2019 faves and 2020 faves um yeah if you would like us to cover something specific I don't know you could let us know (laughs) Um, um not that we've run out of anything it's just like A thing that I was just like hey what if people want something specific if you want something specific let us know um (laughs) but yeah that's it anything else no not
1: that I can think
0: cool um well I guess we will catch you on our next quarantine recorded podcast episode
1: (laughs) (laughs) I don't know maybe by the end of this month we might be out of quarantine (laughs) who knows
0: I, who knows you know um but yeah i guess we will catch you next time um uh, for tell me more tell me more i've been your host leah
1: and i've been your host adesia
0: and we will catch you next time okay bye. goodbye
1: goodbye